So we're in the run-up to Mobile World Congress 2020. I'm here with George Jijashvili. He is from Omdia, which is the name for the new analyst group at InformaTech that's basically comprising what was Ovum and the IHS market technology teams and a few more analysts put together. But Omdia is the new, new name. You are an Omdia analyst now, George. And you're heading to MWC, right? You're going to Barcelona? That's right. Uh, okay. I'll be there. Excellent. So what your area of expertise is basically gaming. And uh, we were chatting before and you mm. said gaming might not necessarily be a, a topic that people would naturally associate with MWC. But boy, has that changed in the past few years, hasn't it? Definitely. You know, particularly last year, there was a big push from operators to you know, get involved in this space. You know, so with gaming, um, seeing a lot of activity around 5G and cloud gaming. Uh, and also, interestingly, esports is becoming an a very interesting topic for telcos. Okay, so let's talk a bit about uh, uh, about cloud gaming because that that's a, a topic that's come to the fore in lots of different ways. We talk about edge computing capabilities and 5G as well, and a lot of the big names uh, have started to 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 push um, their services around cloud gaming. So, so what are, what are the big talking points there? So there has been a renaissance of cloud gaming recently. You might remember about seven years ago, cloud gaming was uh, made big news. There was a big splash of it, but it kind of okay. disappeared right. because, in many ways, the companies who were there before, guys like OnLive, you know, they uh, they didn't have the capabilities, the edge capabilities. The public cloud wasn't really, pre uh, you know, prevalent. So there were many things which led to, uh, you know, its demise. But now. Uh, from about last year, we've seen this resurgence of interest in cloud gaming and yep. with big shot companies, you know, like uh, Microsoft and Google, you know, really uh, gearing up uh, for this new generation of gaming. It's really got everyone else talking about this uh, and you know, and rightly so, telcos, they know that they have a big role to play in this. Okay. Uh, so many of them are, are exploring this. Okay. So how can telcos play a role in this market? Because they don't want to miss this opportunity, right? Exactly. It's, uh, it's a huge opportunity. Uh, and uh, how they can get, in, get involved in this is that you know, cloud gaming works uh, simply by users connecting to a data center where you know, Microsoft or Google is running servers, processing these games, and is kind of shooting that back to your device. Yeah. Uh, but that sounds simple, but actually, as you know, it's not very simple because not only it's a video, it's, it's a dual input uh, mechanic where you, know, you have to input your uh, uh, your, your controllers uh, into the game and the video kind of comes back to you. So there's a lot of things in between mm. you, the user, and the server that can go wrong, and it does go wrong. Yeah. So where telcos can re really make a di big difference is become that link that links the, uh, the end server to the end user. Okay. So, I mean, cloud gaming, this is something that, that uh, can happen with, obviously within the, the environments of a, of a building where you might be using, uh, you know, hanging off the end of a fixed broadband mm -hmm. and in a Wi-Fi 6 or in-building connectivity environment. But in particular, MWC, the conversation is likely to hinge around, is this a, some kind of use case for 5G? So what, what's the story there? And what will telcos need in their armory 
to be able to deliver. I mean, you've brought some toys with you here today, which is great. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, what will the telcos need to say, hey, we can deliver this because we can deliver the connectivity? Mm-hmm. They Obviously, in their marketing, they won't want to be mentioning things like latency mm-hmm. and jitter because that will blow people's minds. <laughs> um, but uh, we can deliver the connectivity you yep. need for a good user experience with 5G, but also you will need what? What kind of things? I mean, just a smartphone or specialist devices? So great thing with uh, cloud gaming is that it's device agnostic. So whereas previously, uh, or rather currently, um, if you want uh, to play games, you have to download it to your device, be that a smartphone or a games console like the Nintendo Switch or PlayStation or Xbox. Uh, And um, what... The, the beauty of cloud gaming is that, you know, as long as it can receive uh, video and you can put some inputs through it, that can potentially be a, uh, be a way for you to experience premium gaming. And uh, the reality is that unless you're getting a really good internet connection with low latency, the experience you're going to get on cloud gaming is <laughs> it's not going to be great. And, I've, and I've had my fair share of those. <laughs> uh, you know, sure you can <laughs> you can get away with you know buffering on when watching video. That's fine. That's yeah. acceptable. But with gaming, it has to be you know if there's any latency, it throws you off. It makes it really not fun. Okay. And um, so, for example, I've, I've been testing you know uh, cloud gaming. So, so what I've been testing is the a- Xboxes. Um, uh, X Cloud service, which okay. is still in beta, and I've tried on numerous different ways. At the moment, Wi-Fi is the most reliable way to do it. On 4G, it's just not; it just doesn't really work because the latency and jitter is just too much uh, for it to be a, a um, an enjoys, enjoyable experience. Yep. So this is where 5G comes in, really. And and MWC, we're going to see a lot and lots of demos involving <laughs> 5G uh, and you know, lots, of, lots of comparisons, probably the two different devices next to each other, one running on 4G and 5G showing what the difference will be. So expecting a lot of those there. Okay, excellent. Um, so um, cloud gaming, big topic. Another big topic that I expect you're going to be talking to people about, and in, again, in terms of how mobile operators can get involved is eSports. Mm-hmm. So esports is still uh, a very small uh, but fastly growing uh, category uh, within gaming, and again, this this is an area that the telcos are turning around and saying, "Wait, so this is a great way for us to engage very young audience, very uh, loyal <laughs> audience to yeah. their influencers, their early. gamers, <laughs> and." Um, and yes, and, and we're already seeing early moves, you know, likes of AT&T and Telefonica, Deutsche Telekom, they're already investing uh, quite a bit into esports, be that uh, basically building their own league, competitive league to get the amateurs mm. and professionals in, involved, sponsorships. Uh, they have big events where, you know, you have um, where the winners can win, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of euros or dollars. So all this is just a great way for operators to, as I said, you know, attract this younger demographic who is very engaged, they're early adopters. Uh, and yeah, this is, uh, I think, is a huge opportunity for them. Okay. So, I mean, you know, with, with cloud gaming and esports, all sound, it's, it's very compelling, very exciting. 
but um, you know, somewhere um, within the mobile operators will be a CFO asking the question, how are we going to make money out of this? When are we going to make money out of this? Are those discussions happening yet or, or are we still at the uh, excitement <laughs> over the toys phase? We're still, we're definitely in the excitement stage right now. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, the, the reality is that, you know, both cloud gaming and esports are a very small part of the broader video games industry. I mean, within over the next five years, uh, cloud gaming revenue will only represent about 5% of the total 160 billion video games market. Okay. So, so, so it's, it's going to be small, it's going to build slowly because there's still many things we're still figuring out. The business model, the technology, and yeah. how it's all going to be distributed, how content 5G makers... 5G coverage will yeah, be required. Yeah, 5G, 5G coverage So watch South Korea. Is South Korea a good market so, to watch yes. to see how things might develop? South Korea is an excellent market to... Uh, it's like a, a crystal ball, really, in that into right. the, a view into the future. For example, with esports, we believe that esports... Uh, they're about three years ahead of everyone else in wow. esports. Okay. They're really advanced in terms of what they're doing in this space. Okay. And, and finally, I just wanted to kind of highlight that with... with with cloud gaming, the reason why it's so compelling, it goes goes, goes back to the device agnostic point that I made earlier. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, the game consoles and PCs, obviously, they, they have been the primary way to experience premium games. But yeah. they're about in about three three years in total, there will be about you know 250 million game consoles installed base worldwide. Okay. If you compare that to how many smartphones there will be, about 5 billion plus, you know, about 1.5 billion of smart TVs and even more, you know, S, uh, smart and connected um, STBs and tablets. Okay. All these are potentially uh, uh, where consumers can access premium gaming. And this is why it's so exciting for okay. operators. Excellent. So, just to close out today, can you just talk? So, you, you, you've brought a, a, a couple of um, couple of things along with you here today, which is fantastic. Can you just uh, tell us a little bit for for the uninitiated like me, uh, just um, and if you can hold sure. that up so we can. Uh, uh, I, br I brought along um, Nintendo Switch, so this is uh, Nintendo's latest console. Okay. So, so this is a hybrid. So you can use this as a handheld device or you can dock it at home and enjoy it on your big screen. Okay. Um, they have done extremely well with this. This is the fastest selling console of this current generation. They've sold 50 million of these already in less than three years. Okay. So very impressive. They turned the company around on the back of you know some mishaps of the previous generation with the Wii U. Um, so, so they're doing really, really interesting stuff with this. Again, it's, it's the... Uh, before this came along, it was pretty much a given, uh, it was a perceived idea that handheld consoles are dead because we all have our smartphones, which we can access thousands of games on this on this device, you know, from, uh, and, you know, we thought there was no space for this. But actually, they've shown that if you've got the right content and if you get the user experience right, the, then make that, you know, the ability to take gaming anywhere you go, Requiring no connectivity, funnily enough, uh, has also been another one. So if you're on a plane, on a train, doesn't matter if you're not getting 4G, 5G, you know, you're getting a gaming. If you're near Clapham Junction. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so there's all these really interesting um, uh, things happening in the space. And console makers 
including Xbox, whose controller I'm using to <laughs> connect to my phone, they all realize that, you know, uh, they have to really think about on what's going to happen in the, in, in the next five, ten years. We think that this generation of consoles, new Xbox and new PlayStation are coming out this year. So it's really exciting if you're a gamer this year. Right. So you have this choice of amazing consoles hitting the market. But when you look beyond that, so what's the next stage after that? And, you know, all roads kind of lead to cloud gaming. And this is why Xbox, I mean, Microsoft with Xbox, they've been investing in cloud gaming. They've got a cloud gaming service, xCloud, coming out this year. Uh, and you also have Nintendo. Uh, they've also been testing cloud gaming services in Japan. Sony with PlayStation has been offering a cloud gaming service since 2014. So they've been in this game longer than many of the others. Okay. So, and all these, and they're, they're all acknowledging that, yes, cloud gaming is a threat to their existing hardware-based business model, but they all acknowledge that there is a much bigger fish to fry in the future because yeah. they will be able to take their content and deliver it to people who haven't got the Xbox, who haven't right. got PlayStation, yeah. so they can reach a much broader audience and therefore grow their business. They don't need to be the next Kodak, basically. No. They can avoid that. <laughs> okay, excellent. And, and finally, just to wrap up, when you're in Barcelona, George, what is your food of choice? What's your number one go-to in the evening? You're hungry. You've been at the show. Ooh. You need to. You need to eat. What's your go-to? There is food? a lovely family-run uh, Japanese place, uh, which I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give it away That's because I, I, I want to keep that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to <laughs> go there. It's being packed and I'm, no. So, so okay. there's a lovely family-run Japanese place, which I, I know it's it's so not Spanish, but I love it. <laughs> great, you're going Japanese in Barcelona. Fantastic, exactly. George. Great to talk to you. Fascinating to, to hear about that market, and look forward to to see. Um, you know, after Mobile World Congress, what you've heard, what you think, uh, and what your updated analysis of the market is. So thanks very much. Cheers, Ray.